Welcome to Self-Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. I feel burned out. One of the teachers in staff meeting moaned, it seems like we haven't had a break in 50 days. I thought you loved your job, the principal said. Of course I love my job, the teacher said, looking a bit guilty for complaining. You know what they say, the principal said. Choose a job you love and you'll never work a day in your life. His pronouncement effectively shut down the discussion, leaving the burnt-out teacher and many others feeling disgruntled. As a newly hired teacher, I didn't want to make waves and point out that we can love our jobs but still feel burnt out. Thirty years later, I know a lot more about life, burnout, and especially self-care. I have also learned the important difference between vocation and avocation. So here are four hacks to help you when you are feeling burned out. Hack number one, recognize the difference between a vocation and work. Choose a job you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Sounds like sage advice. No one knows who said it first, so we can't really blame anyone for their lofty pronouncement. The problem with the quote lies in the theory that we only need a vocation. Don't confuse this with vocation. We need one of those, too, to feel complete, but more on that later. Vocation, another word for calling, profession, occupation, trade, and work, generally means the thing you do to bring home a wage. Due to circumstances, education, or lack of education, and ability, many people end up working at a job they don't really love. I've had a few of those jobs myself. In high school, I spent a summer stacking lumber and gluing the backs of knots on cedar siding during the night shift at my uncle's sawmill. I didn't love the work, but it taught me the importance of showing up and doing my best in exchange for a paycheck, a heady lesson for a 14-year-old. I spent my college summers as head of the horsemanship program at a Christian summer camp. The work included tons of manure shoveling, volcanic dust lodged in my throat, nose, and ears, and long days of physical labor. I loved teaching the campers, organizing the staff who worked for me, and spending time with the horses. The dust and manure... Eh, not so much. I've worked bussing and waiting tables, cleaning hotel rooms, scrubbing pots and pans, picking strawberries, babysitting, and grading papers for a teacher. You've probably had your share of odd jobs that brought you varying degrees of pleasure. So work and vocation are slightly different. Vocation is something you feel called to do. For example, I feel called to teach and work is what you do to bring home a wage, and it may or may not be your vocation. Hack number two, understand the work should be fun fallacy. And even though I love my students and enjoy teaching, I don't love every aspect of my job. I have no love for grading papers, playground duty, lunchroom duty, or parent-teacher conferences. Pretty much everyone has to live with the fact that although we love certain aspects of our job, some parts of our job will always feel like work. To think that we should, or could, only do things we love so that we never feel like we work seems fallacious. We can find satisfaction in doing hard jobs we don't enjoy as well as doing work we love. 
Perhaps the person who claimed that if you love what you do, you'll never have to work got the words vocation and avocation mixed up. While a limited number of people may find a vocation in their avocation, it doesn't happen for most people. So what is an avocation? That's in hack number three. Know the difference between avocation and vocation. Although they share the same root, to call, vocation and avocation have an important one-letter difference, the prefix a. In Greek, the a means not or without. In Latin, it means away from. Therefore, vocation means your calling. And avocation means the thing you do and enjoy without a calling. In other words, a hobby. My vocation is teaching, but my avocation is photography. Of course, sometimes the two things overlap. I occasionally make money from my avocation, but that doesn't make it my vocation. At times, I get to teach photography to my students, which makes it doubly fun. You may think that a hobby or avocation simply wastes time you could spend getting work done. Maybe, if you count skimming through social media and YouTube videos of funny cats as your hobby. Researchers in various studies have discovered a correlation between highly successful people, such as Nobel Prize winners in one study, and the number of avocations they followed. When we spend our discretionary time, a fancy word for free time, actively involved in learning about things that fascinate us, something happens to our brains. We free our brains of the things that bring stress when we get caught up in the flow of doing something we love. Vegging out in front of the television or computer will never accomplish the same brain flush that participating in an avocation or hobby will. An avocation allows us to flush our brains, and as a result, we experienced enhanced creativity when we go back to work. And hack number four, consider the benefits of having a hobby or an avocation. According to Jamie L. Kurtz, PhD, I'll leave a link in the show notes, hobbies also help us have a healthy sense of self-concept. If work doesn't go well, we can ruminate on our failures while tuning out commercials during our favorite show, or we can go out and do something that brings us joy. If it brings us joy, it will also relieve stress and help us keep our sense of self balanced. Participating in an avocation also relieves stress and protects us from dementia later in life. Doing something we love on a weekly basis helps keep our blood pressure in check and our arteries supple. Who knew? Instead of hitting us with an aphorism in staff meeting that day, maybe our principal could have shared with us the importance of self-care and our need for choosing at least one avocation in order to avoid feelings of burnout. So don't forget, the four self-care hacks to help you when you feel burned out are Hack number one, recognize the difference between a vocation and work. Hack number two, understand the work should be fun fallacy. Hack number three, know the difference between avocation and vocation. And hack number four, Consider the benefits of having an avocation. Come back next week when I share with you five hacks for helping you pick a hobby that you will love. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at anitaojeda.com or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. 
I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.